Uh, and uh, he is good. And today we're celebrating hope. And <coughs> I want to just ask you a question. What is it that you hope in? Is, uh, just think about that for a moment. What do you hope? Where do you get hope? Where does hope come from? Now, I'll tell you what. We are in trouble if you're looking from ho- for hope with your eyes or your ears. There's nothing on this earth that can give you or guarantee you hope. Right? Anybody can tell me how many days I have yet to live? Can anyone tell me what's going to happen next week that we're certain about? No, we live by faith, don't we? And we are people of hope, but hope does not come from this earth. And that's what we want to recognize is hope is a result of us seeing the windows of God's kingdom through his word. Our point this morning is we realize that Mary... She was a yielded, a yielded vessel, and the angel came to her. I want to remind you something about Mary was, Mary was Mary, just like you and I. I also want to remind you that God speaks today just like he did then. But our point is, we're not going to be people of hope unless we're listening today. We don't have any guarantee tomorrow but what the word of God says about tomorrow. Amen? The hope comes in. So here comes Mary. She just... Uh, uh, after a time of all through the Old Testament, his life passing, there's a baby coming. There's a baby coming that's going to lay down his life for his people and shed his blood on Calvary. And so every virgin about this period of time in Israel were always, in this age period, were looking, maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. So she had an expectation because they, they, all, they all look forward to whatever it be. So here comes the angel of the Lord declaring a total impossibility to her. Total. But she submitted to it because she recognized the voice of the Lord. And because of listening and hearing, the angel brought the word from God. And with a spoken word from God came faith. It did not depend upon upon a faith that Mary could somehow develop or demonstrate, but a faith And a power that was already spoken. I'm here to tell you without first having hope grasp your heart, you're going to be very lean in faith. We pray for more faith. We say, where can we get more faith? Where can we get more confidence? If we're not developing hope, and hope only comes from the word of God. Amen. Not from a good book, not from television or preaching or other things. Hope, if you're going to have hope for now and for the future, it's going to be a result of you being in the Word of God. Amen. Now, you hear this over and over, but I want to tell you something. Many of the things that we struggle with are as soon as something happens around us that doesn't look hopeful, we die. Soon as something comes up that uh, is shaking the earth, Alaska being shook apart, we die. We, we look at how the world is and how the nation is. And we get so concerned and we get filled with fear. And we get filled with worry. Because you said we need to have more faith. No, we need to have more hope in who is in charge. We say that. But most of the time we don't act like it. 
Amen. We will say God's in charge, but we will die when things around us don't look hopeful. We will die when, and Mary, can you imagine the things here? Here God spoke to her. She received him. Visually, nothing at the time looked very hopeful that this would ever take place. But when we decide to believe what God says, just want to remind you about where we stand here today. When God spoke us into existence, he spoke and he created a, a complex human being, spirit. I'll use myself for an example. Uh, he made, uh, he, God is a spirit. The Bible says they that worship him in spirit and truth. God's a spirit. So he made me spirit. Okay, then, then God decided to put that spirit in a body, which he made out of what? Clay. Out of the earth. So he said, then he breathed into Adam, made him a living soul. Now, that soul is who you really are. Amen. That's your emotions. That's your thinking. That's your thoughts. And, and, and so you're a living soul, and that soul is, is uh, who you are. Your spirit is where God connects with you. Amen. And your body is what's carrying you right now. And the Lord would decide to take one of you home today, you'd leave that right behind. But the spirit would become the sole vehicle and take you back to the, the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. How many do we come as we come to an end of life? And I preach so many funerals. And everybody sits there are we, wondering, wondering. Do you know why they're wondering? Because they really have that. They may even accept the Lord as a person, but they have not developed themselves in the word of God. The more we know the word of God, the more hope we have. The more hope we have, the greater our faith and expectation. There's nothing certain about your present, your past, or your future outside of hope of, that's in the Lord. What's the hope that we have for the past before Christ we discovered that Adam sinned, and we died. That spirit connected to God. That spirit to God died. Boom. When the Bible says that they died, that's what died. That relationship, spirit to spirit. We're spirit. God's a spirit. And when sin entered Adam and Eve, they disconnected. And that's why every one of us are born dead spiritually. You hear what I'm saying? And then, so... Here we are, now we see a whole period of time when society is going through back, God should not be getting to promise through a people he called Israel. He's promising a way back that we may reconnect to hope. And of course, that's what we're celebrating here today, Jesus. That's a promise he made clear back there in Genesis when he promised that, <laughs> that the, 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 the heel of a man would bruise the head of the serpent. And that's what he's saying is I'm sending someone here that in his righteousness, he's going to defeat he Lucifer and overcome him. And so that's why he finally came. I want you to think uh, all the periods of time that the prophets had to declare, declare, declare. He declared hope that there was one coming. Okay, so now that hope has been brought to pass. He comes physically. And then he lives out as God planned. Lived a life hope for us. And then he lived a life hope for the future. 
And then, of course, we come and we hear that word of hope again. I want you to think about something. How many are saved here today? Let's see your hand. How many know it? You're not wishing it. You're knowing. Okay. I want you to think how you got saved. Is there anything here on the earth that had anything to do with your salvation? Did it? No. You heard words of what? Hope. And out of those words of hope, God was able to speak to you and reach down in the depths of your being and take that spirit that was dead. How many know you were dead before you met Jesus? You were dead. You were dead to him. You were dead to reality of life. You were dead to hope. That's why the world without Christ, they have absolutely aspect of hope. That's why our nation and our world can be ruled by instigators and rule people all over the place because they don't know whether they've come from, they don't know what they're doing here, and they don't know where they're going. So they are hopeless. Amen. So where's our first ray of hope? Jesus said, if you'll confess your sins, I'll be faithful and just to forgive you every sin. And you believe it in your heart, and you confess it with your mouth that, that I, uh, Jesus uh, is Lord and Savior. And, and the light goes on. How many remember that day the light came on? Wow. Okay, where did that come from? Anything around you other than a preacher? Or somebody what? Declared the word of God to you. How many are glad that happened? Praise God. That's why it's so important for us to continue to share. The world is without hope. Now, church, we're born again. We have the hope of God in us, and we are growing in him, and we're beginning to pick up pieces here and there. And yet we still don't grasp where our hope and faith continues to increase. If I say to you that there's nothing this world can bring to you, permanent hope, but yet we live like, we, like it's not there. Bible says if you want hope for now and your faith to grow for the future, it is because you're in the word of God. Because his kingdom is now. We have two kingdoms. We have mankind, we have the spirit of the enemy, and whatever we earth, but we have the spirit of God empowered by the Holy Spirit who is here. And whatever we yield our vessel to, what spirit it is. So that's why we're facing witchcraft and all kinds of garbage out there. Because lost people without hope, never heard the truth, and they're yielding their vessel. Okay, we've been born again. We're called to yield our vessel, to declare the hope of God and allow him to fulfill his plan in our lives just like he did Mary's. Mary was a willing vessel. And yet because we still don't get focused on where does our strength and hope, where does it come from? It comes from you understanding that all hope comes from, that permanent hope, comes from what God says. Appreciated the mama here. She was declaring the hope of God over her child. Did you hear that? Now that is powerful. Folks, we need to learn from that. What does God say about this? What does God say about this? What does God say about this? That's the only place hope comes from. And we need to get that in our hearts because how many times things come along and we just panic. God did not call the church to panic. We are to be a people of know the word of God and the hope that comes in Jesus Christ, our Lord. And we know what God's saying about it. Even today, you know, I, I, I'm excited sort of about our president. 
and the direction he's taking us. But a few months ago, the Lord reminded me, <clears throat> don't put your trust in the president. That's not where hope resides. Amen? He's visible. I can see it. I can say, wow, 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 I feel good. Some of the things he's doing, I see, that feels good. I see that. But that's not real hope. Because it could go away real quick. How many know that? Real hope stays. Real hope, you can take it to the bank. Real hope that no matter what the time of life you have, present or future, God stays the same yesterday, today, and forever. His promises, his word never changes. I don't care who you are, how old you are, or wherever you're going. When we say, when you're confused, like, hey, already spoken, God has a plan for your life. And yet we, we vacillate on that. We can go on in a direction and we go, and they say, yes, praise God, he does. And then something comes along, we change it. Now, he either does or he doesn't. How many believe he does? How many believe that whatever he says to you, he will do it? Now, I plan for the future, for America and around the world. I like to follow it at times, world, guess what? I get into the word of God and the hope of this world, the hope of this nation is what God says how it will end. You don't need to worry how it's going to end. Get into the word of God. That's the hope that we have. That's what makes us stand when we want to do this. What makes me stand is God's got a hold of my life. And I'm going to declare this for somebody right now. He's got a hold of your life, and he's not going to let go. Some of you believe that he has. Because the enemy has come lying to you, and you've got your eyes on things. What you see makes you flee. How many know that you've run many times from the devil? You panicked. I have too. But we can't, that cannot be a staid way of life. We have to make a decision that I'm going to decide about now. What's the Lord say in the word of God? Acknowledge me in all of your ways. So when we do, we see that God's promises are true. And then when we don't, we get upset with him because it didn't work out. Amen. Because you did not acknowledge the Lord. You didn't check the word of God. Your hope for any decision is here in the word of God. This is not just for you to read or to have laying on the coffee table or even to learn about Israel or to learn about how God worked back there. Let me tell you something. God wants to work the same way he did back there in Pentecost and here. When we say God hasn't changed, we act like he has. Amen. Many times we act like he does. We have times of hope and faith that we're really taking God at his word. And we're growing. And, we go, and then we go, <laughs> my line is, and I've seen people do it. I've helped pull them out of the fire with the help of the Lord many times. And they, you know, and they go, oh, God's been so good. Look what he did. Look, my faith. Has, look what he did. And then guess what? A few weeks later, he, they what? They get their eyes back on life. There's nothing in your life that can produce hope. What you see is a product of what you're believing. What you see is what you're believing. And when you say, God's got a hold of my life, I don't care who, what comes against you. 
I don't care what tries to destroy you. Let me remind you, he can't. Do you ever think about that? When we're down at our lowest, Satan can't. Amen. Sometimes we have, he can. Maybe he can't. Maybe, okay. Lord, help thou my unbelief. Nothing. The Bible said, nothing. He doesn't change about anything. Nothing. His word is state. It established the heavens and the earth. It still stands. And now that we are open to God, we can live by what he says, not what we see or hear. Declare this with me. Go like this. What I see makes me flee. What I hear makes me fear. Now, you take the word of God out of there, and that's how we live. But God said, I've given you my word. And he said, church, I want you to, the word to live in you. I want you to act on the word. I want you to become established in her. That I, we come to the point as a church, and we cannot do this without him. Are you at that stage? I want to remind you, God did not come to help you do what you want to do. He came to use you as a vessel for you to believe what he says and let him to bring it past in your life. God has plans. He has plans for you. And the future that we have is going to end with the Lord. And I believe in these last days. If you're in the word of God, you know that there's a great move of God's spirit coming. There's a move of God's coming back for a church that is alive and well. Well, how do we get there, preacher? Well, we can confess a few things. But I'm going to tell you something that's going to bring it on is when we get in the word of God and begin to declare what God's saying. Not what we think. Think about this, Mary. If she'd have gone on what she thought, there would be no Messiah. If we continue to go on what we thought, there will be no fulfillment of God's plan in your life. I want to remind you about something. If Satan can't keep you out of heaven, he will, his next bet is to be sure that you are not fulfilled in what God has planned for you. And it's our fears and our worries and our doubts that keep us doing this. And I've been there, so this is not put down. We need to make a decision, Lord. If I have any hope that holds me fast, in spite of what I hear or what I see, I hope, Lord, that you're soon returning. How many believe that? We need to declare that regularly. How many believe that God's coming back for his church without spot or wrinkle? He's coming back for people that... Do you know what I say to the Lord? I say, I agree with that, Lord. Praise God. But then I go, boy, Lord, you've got a lot of work to do <laughs> before you return. Amen. It's our place to believe what he says. Amen. It's our call. That's our only hope. And here's the, the product. If we don't develop that hope in the word of God, then when things come that cause us to panic and fear, we will do it. And then we go, why have we lost our way? You know, okay, 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 Lord. Get me back. I was trying to retire, and that didn't work. And one morning I was praying, God said, put your feet down. I went, I did have them up in the recliner. I put your feet down. So I put my feet down. The Lord says, 
And I put him down and begin to seek me. I'm not done with you. Now that's for somebody else here today. God's not done with you. Now I checked the word I got out, and there wasn't any retirement in there for preachers anyway. <laughs> so, so I thought, well, I better listen. I will continue to serve you fully until you take me home. So I finally said to my wife, when I got, she got, I said, well, I guess retirement's out the window. I don't know what he's got yet in store for us. But he's not done. Where do you get that, preacher? Where do you get that from? How can you believe that? Because faith cometh by hearing the word of God, which comes out of hope. And then out of hope, God gives you, and I want you to hear me. When you hear from God, God develops hope. But then out of that hope comes faith. And our thoughts here today, as God spoke to Mary, she was just a young girl, yeah, in her period of time, she was anticipating God being, maybe being using her. But when God spoke to her, you know what I'm saying, as he, she, she wasn't special. Great woman of faith. She was like you and I. But guess what? When God spoke to her, and here's for you. If God tells you something in the word, you better get a hold of it and take it to the bank. You say, how can I do that? Because if God has spoken to you, uh, he's going to give you the faith to act on it. If God has spoken it to you, he's going to give you the faith to act on it. We are to be people of the word, not just looking for laws, but looking for God's promises. Amen. Looking for God's direction. It's there. He wants to uphold us by his word. We have the Holy Spirit in us, but if we don't get in the word, we're not upheld, even though his spirit's there. Father, I want to be used in you. I more serious about This is no condemnation. Lord, take me from where I am. Help me to make more serious about my focus. My hope is in the Lord. And let my tomorrows be what you would have them to be. I know what you want for me. How many, there's some sitting here going, I think he wants something bad for me because I'm always trying and always failing. No, 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 no. There's no hope in that. God has something good for every one of us sitting here. That's what we believe. The devil tells you otherwise. The world tells you otherwise. God wants to do. and will, He's for you. And guess what? Here's another thing. Half of Christians go through life thinking, oh, I'm not measuring up. God's mad at me. No, he's not. God's not mad at anyone here today. He's, do you know where God is? He knows. How many of, to get where you are right now, you've had these times of up and down, you know? I know many of you didn't, but I have. <clears throat> but God's not saying that you didn't do this and you didn't do that. He'll, he'll, he'll convict me. But God's here to say, hey, now you see that. Repent of it. Let's, let's move on. Let's move on. I'm going to tell you something. The Holy Spirit is your cheerleader. <laughs> you hear what I just said? And any voices that you're hearing that are condescending and putting you down or you're not measuring up, they are directly from the pit of hell, through your flesh. God has said, I've started a work in you, 
and I'm going to finish it, just like he did with Mary. And with Jesus coming, he started a work in you, and he's going to complete it. How many believe that God's got a plan for your life? Okay. How many are willing to go take the word of God and begin to seek his will? In fact, one of the big things he says in Isaiah, he says, listen to me. Let's stop bringing our, our grocery list to the Lord. Oh, God, help me with this, help me with that. Lord, provide this, provide that. There's time for that. Sometimes we just need to get in the word and listen. And let the Lord bring the word alive to you. He brings it to the preacher. Brings it to the preacher. And we're no different. He brings it to you. He said, my sheep know my voice. How many sheep do we have? He just said that about you. He knows your voice. You know his voice. But we need to take the time to listen and study the word of God and say, Lord, I want to be fulfilled. I want you to fulfill in me. Father, I know things are not happening to what I hear. So I better get ready. Because I don't care what is happening to what I see or hear, but I know that I will stand. For you will never abandon your church. Amen. We will stand. We will stand. God has a hold of our lives. Now let's let him take it on to the next stage. Lord, show me. How would you, what, you know, give me understanding here. Give me understanding. See, we get that transfer a little bit. Like I said with the president, I thought, I got, oh, I had great expectations in him. And the Lord said, get this. He's not doing it. I am. Amen. Whatever's going on in your life that's good, God is doing it, not anyone else. And he has a whole lot more planned for you if you will seek his face and, and des desire to know wisdom and hope from the Lord. Because you won't find it on the earth. We'll say it again. Seek wisdom and hope and confidence that your faith may grow. Because you'll never find what you need on the earth. Don't bake on preachers. Don't bake on brothers and sisters. Love them. Pray for them. Don't bank on them because guess what? You'll crash. But guess what? Bank on the Lord because he never changes. He never changes. He'll never turn. And this is my final word. He will never disappoint you. Even if you think it at times. The devil tries to get you to think that. How do you know? Because my God's a loving God. And he says he will never fail. So he'll never back away. He will never step away. Father, we thank you for your presence right now. Lord, we're going on our emotions right now. We just believe in you. And Lord, I, I just want to just, as, as you're showing me, once again, Lord, I want to thank you right now that you have placed your angels around this congregation. I want to thank you, Lord, that you've placed them right here. Because you said the angels of the Lord encamp about us. So I believe that. That's hope. That's not imagination. That's hope. I want to thank you, Lord, that your angels are encamped about here, waiting to carry out your word that we declare. So I want to thank you, Lord, as they're all here right now. 
I want to declare over this congregation, formed against us, over our families, that no weapon formed against us can ever prosper. And every tongue that shall rise up against us in judgment, thou shalt condemn. Thus saith the Lord God Almighty. And you know when we declare that out of our mouths, the angels are actively at work. Hallelujah. They're actually to carry out what I am declaring. They're carrying it out. I say, can you see that? No. I can't see how I got saved either. <laughs> but that's what God says. We, they are here ministering, heirs, ministering spirits to the heirs of salvation. The Lord's here to minister to all of us here today. And as we declare the word that we find hope in and confidence, we can then be sure that we're being cared for. And he also declared that he will meet your every need. Well, I'm glad the taxes are getting cut, and I'm glad a few things are changing. But I'm not banking on that. How I end up financially is my obedience to the Lord. Amen. How I find, end up spiritually and financially, and how my retirement will be. and how, You trust the Lord and believe what he says today act on it. And you're acting on something you can take it to the bank because God cannot lie. He promised his care for you. And there are also people that need to know this Jesus and the hope that comes from his word. And we need to share it with them. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. God loves me so. You believe that? God loves me so. God loves me so. Lord, we go desiring to believe and find our hope in your word for now and forevermore. Speak your blessing over every member of this congregation and all of our families. We speak your blessing of peace and prosperity and hope that comes from you, from you alone. Through the power of Jesus, now we give you praise. Thank you, Lord. I want you to stand with you and turn to at least two people and just say, hey, guess what? God says we're blessed, all right? Would you do that?